Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. He's worthy. Come on, has the Lord been good to you today? Why don't you let him know how great he is in your life? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to let you be seated this morning. Thank you for your worship. We have several families out this morning. It is the beginning of spring break in Frankfurt, and we hope that... um, we hope that all those families that are traveling today are blessed of the Lord, and um, we hope that all of you that weren't able to travel, uh, that chose to be faithful to the house of the Lord, we hope you're blessed this morning. I won't be long today, and I know they say that's the beginning of a really long sermon, but I, 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 I don't think I will be long this morning. I do feel that the Lord has spoken into my, my heart uh, a word to, to bring to you today, and I, I, want to, I want to do justice to what I feel God has spoken into my life this morning. We're excited about tonight. Brother Isaac Sanchez will be preaching tonight. Let's give him a great big hand. We're excited about hearing him this evening. Amen. Dwight L. Moody by his own admission, (coughs) made what he called the biggest mistake of his ministry. On October the 8th, 1871, he he was preaching in the city of Chicago, Illinois. And on that particular night that he was preaching, he recounts that he drew the largest audience that he had ever drawn. And his message was very straightforward. He asked them the question, what will you do then with Jesus who is called the Christ? He preached his heart with passion. He preached to the point of calling them to a point of decision. By the end of the service, he was tired. He concluded his message, but this night, He didn't give the people an opportunity to respond. He chose rather that he would close his message with a concluding statement. And in his statement he said to them, and I'm quoting from his own writings, Now I give you a week to think this over. And when we come together again, you will have an opportunity to respond. A soloist began to sing and service ended, but shortly thereafter a final note of music was played and the sounds of Chicago were quickly drowned out by the clanging bells and wailing sirens screaming through the streets as the great Chicago fire broke out, blazing throughout the streets, leaving an ashen aftermath with hundreds of lives lost. Thousands of people were left homeless. Several, he says, who heard his message that night died in that fire. What a tragedy. Mr. Moody reflected remorsefully and wished that he could have gone back and He said if he could do it over again, he would never have given the audience 
another week to think over a message of the gospel before he asked them and gave them an opportunity to respond. When I read that story, I couldn't help but think of the text of Acts, the 26th chapter, and verse number 28, when Paul was brought before the council and gives an account of his own personal testimony to King Agrippa. Paul says to Agrippa, here is your hope and your future. After he gives his testimony and truly preaches the gospel to King Agrippa, he responds with words that ring throughout the ages. He says, Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. I think some of the saddest words that were ever spoken in Scripture were the words by King Agrippa when he said, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. If I can speak to you just for a few moments today, I hope the heart and passion of this pastor comes through as I stand before you this morning and tell you don't make the sad mistake of almost being persuaded. I want you to know today that whether you choose to respond to this message at the conclusion of my sermon or whether you choose to walk away and walk out the door is completely up to you. There's nothing that I can do. I won't come to where you are today. I won't grab you by the arm. I won't come personally plead with you. But I will stand in this pulpit today and tell you, don't make the mistake of almost. I want nothing more this morning than for every person in this room to leave here who is hearing me preach this message today, to leave with assured, assuredness in their heart and in their spirit that they know that they know that they are ready to meet the Lord. You may not have another week. You may not have another month. You may not have another day. You may not have another opportunity. You may not even have until tonight. But God has given you today. This is the day the Lord has made. And this is the day of salvation. I want to point out to you this morning that I believe that Satan knows exactly how to distract you from being saved. He's fine with us getting to the point of almost. But what he's not okay with is for us to make a decision to respond to the word of the Lord. Satan wants you to be satisfied living in the arena of almost. I almost made a decision. I almost worshiped God. I almost prayed. I almost came forward. I almost gave my heart to the Lord. Almost is not close enough. They say almost only counts with hand grenades and horseshoes. It certainly doesn't work with salvation. You have to make a decision to respond. The voices of the world will do everything it can, they can to drown out the overpowering message of the gospel that I'm bringing to you this morning. But I want you to know that Jesus Christ is the only way. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no other way to be saved. There are no shortcuts. 
There is no other path. There is one way to make it to heaven, and it is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I know no other way to break it down for you this morning, but you still must repent of your sins. You still must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and walk in newness of life separated from this world. There is no other way. You can get close to it. You can say we're almost like that. I've almost done that, but almost will not get the job done. I wish I could this morning. If it was up to me, my heart is so full this morning. I want to reach out to everybody. If I could just pull open my coat this morning and reveal my heart to you today that I hope comes through with this message that I preach. I wish I could make it as simple and as easy as possible for you this morning. But truly, it is the devil himself that wants you to believe that it is is impossible but I want to tell you this morning that the only thing standing in your way is your decision because God really has made it easy on you he really is made it easy on you there is a way that seemeth right unto man but the end thereof is destruction but then there is a way oh I want you to know he has always made a way he's never left you without hope he's never left you without comfort he's never left you down and out. He's never left you thinking how hard and how difficult it is to find Him. He's made a way this morning. The Spirit of the Lord is in the room this morning. All you must do is make a decision to say yes to the Lord. Oh, would you just lift your hands where you are right now? Pray over this congregation right now. Would you from the front to the back? Would you pray that God would help people to have the courage to make a decision today? Oh, Lord, give us the courage today. It's the work of the enemy to keep us in a lost condition. There may be some this morning that are so close to hearing the word of the Lord. There may be some this morning that are so close, yet they will miss what God is really wanting to do in their heart today. There's some that have walked close to the Lord before, but you've wandered away from Him. This is a good day to put down everything that is hindering you from walking in faithfulness and walking in truth. God wants you to walk in truth. He wants you to walk in the fullness of what He has. Why walk on the edge of the blessings of God? Almost will not get the job done. Why don't you just step into the flow of what God wants to do? The scripture itself teaches that the way of a transgressor is a hard way. Why would one want to walk on the edge down a path that is littered with chaos rather than saying yes to the Lord and stepping into the flow. It's the work of the enemy that would like to, like to cause you to believe that it's going to be no harder to walk down the road of a transgressor. But I come to remind you today that the Bible is always true. The easiest path to walk is to walk in right relationship with the Lord. 
I used to hear my father say as a kid growing up, if you walk with the Lord with everything you have, he said, if you walk firmly and if you walk hard with the Lord, it will be easy. But if you choose the easy path, it will be hard. Why? Why do people want to walk in the arena of almost when God is saying, you can walk in the arena of my utmost? I want to give to you more than anything else in this world. He is more willing to give than we are to receive. Maybe somebody this morning is close to hearing the word of the Lord. Maybe somebody is close to saying yes to God. Maybe somebody is close to saying yes to turning your heart to the Lord. Maybe you've pondered it. You've thought about it. Let me tell you today, you don't have to live another day without making a decision. I am this morning, this pastor is calling every person in this room to think about the decision I'm making today. Think about what I'm calling you to today. Would you make the right choice? Will you make the right decision today? What is it that is preventing you from walking fully with the Lord? What is it? Because whatever it is that will keep you out of heaven will not be with you in eternity if you don't make heaven. Think about that now. There seems to be an attitude in the church today that silently says association is close enough. If I'm just almost, if I show up on Sunday, maybe if I give a little in the offering, you know, I want to hang out close to the church and, and live with a heart that, that, you know, I'm close to the church, but really I know that I'm far from Him. Let me say this to you today. Being almost saved is not going to get you to heaven. Almost saved is not going to get the job done. To be almost saved is to be altogether lost. I come this morning to remind you of something. I am judging nobody in this room this morning. I don't know the condition of your heart. I don't know your motives. I don't know your relationship with the Lord. All I'm doing today is preaching what God put in my spirit. Don't be guilty of saying I'm almost there. Step in with everything you have today. Give Him your all. Don't give Him almost everything give him everything don't walk close to him but just far enough away you can walk in the world live close to him this morning Satan is happy when you walk in the arena of almost to be almost saved is to be lost in our text this morning, we see one of the saddest incidents in the entire Bible. The Apostle Paul preaches to King Agrippa. And in his own words, King Agrippa says back to him, Paul, almost thou hast persuaded me to be a Christian. But almost persuaded is still completely lost. I want you to know something today. God's word will always accomplish the purpose for which he has sent it. 
I'm not preaching this message today because it was the first sermon that I could come up with for Sunday morning. I have hundreds and hundreds of sermons that I could reflect back on. I have many, many resources that I could reach to and I have several sermons burning in my spirit that I could preach to you today. But the Lord impressed upon me to walk to this pulpit on a Sunday morning and tell them don't be guilty of saying I'm almost there. Whatever decision you have to make today, make it. Make it today. Paul began to testify before King Agrippa and Festus. He told them of his training in the school of Gamaliel. He he. He talked about him becoming the chief among the Pharisees. He talked about his persecution of those that were called Christians, of his conversion on the road to Damascus, of his blindness, of his healing, and of his subsequent call to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. As Agrippa listened to the testimony of Paul, his heart was touched. His spirit was moved within him. There was a moment that he almost stepped in every week as I come and stand in this pulpit and I walk to this pulpit and preach sometimes I wonder who am I preaching to why has God laid this so deeply in my spirit who am I preaching for what purpose am I bringing forth this message I wonder that even today Why am I preaching such a message? It often stirs me. It causes me actually to walk in fear. Because I become afraid of the very purpose why God would impress such a message on me. Preaching on a Sunday that we do a sweet baby dedication. Preaching like this on a Sunday when it's spring break weekend. Preaching on a Sunday when we've been so blessed and we're building a church and there's things are going well and people's lives are being blessed. God, why would you lay it upon my heart? Because God doesn't want anyone lost. It has nothing to do. He doesn't want you to be lost. I don't want you to be lost. I wish that somehow this morning the heart of this preacher this morning could just be opened up and I could walk out and show it to you this morning and let you know I love you enough to tell you don't be lost. Don't be lost. It's too easy. The path and the price has already been paved and paid for our salvation. Don't be lost. Don't be lost. God was speaking to the very heart of Agrippa that day. Just as I believe that he's speaking to hearts in this room this morning. King Agrippa heard very clearly the call of the Lord. His heart was touched by the power of his spirit and the message that Paul brought forth from him. Agrippa was as close to heaven at that moment in his life than he would ever be in all eternity. He was right there standing on the brink. He was almost making the decision. He was one word away from the right decision. He could have said, Paul, you have persuaded me to be a Christian. But the word almost was the decision-making factor in his eternity. Paul, almost you persuaded me. 
For a few brief moments, God was reaching out to Agrippa in a great attempt to save his soul. The Holy Ghost was tugging at his heart. He was being called to repent. God was using Paul to reach for Agrippa in an attempt to save his soul. This was a last-ditch effort, once-in-a-lifetime effort to reach Agrippa. The question is, would Agrippa heed to the call of God? Would he obey the voice of God that was begging him and calling him to the point of repentance? His eternal soul was hanging in the balance during Paul's sermon that day. Paul was not preaching to hear his own voice. Paul was hoping that his testimony that day would have a powerful effect upon Agrippa. Somehow Paul knew that Agrippa believed all and that he understood that he knew the truth. But the question was, would he surrender his life to say yes to the Lord. That's probably where you stand today. The question is not do you know. I've already said enough this morning for you to be saved. The question is not did you hear. I've already said enough and captivated your attention long enough today. That throughout this assembly there are a few distractions this morning. Very few. This is a sacred moment in this church today because God is speaking to your heart. We're not swinging from chandeliers. We have none to swing from. We're not ripping down banners and making laps and turning cartwheels and being slain in the spirit. There's not miracle signs and wonders happening and the church rejoicing today. You're being called to a point of decision. There's a reverence in the house this morning because I don't preach like this every Sunday morning. But God is calling and God is speaking. Almost is not the right answer. What a terrible word that in its fullest meaning when applied to the salvation of a soul. Almost so close to heaven yet you never get to see its wonderful glory. Almost. So near to the love and mercy of God. Almost so close that they could reach out and touch the Lord's nail-scarred hands and yet never feel His warm embrace. Almost just one decision away from heaven. What was it that kept Agrippa that day from making the right choice? Was it that Agrippa... What was it that kept Agrippa from being fully persuaded? Paul, almost you persuaded me, which meant he wasn't fully persuaded. What could I do today? What could this preacher say today? This church blesses my family and I so much. We, we look forward to Different times, Memorial Weekend is our anniversary services and every year the church always honors us and gives us gifts and October is Pastoral Appreciation Month and the church always comes and gives us a card and gives us accolades and gives us gifts and says kind things about us as 
your pastor. And, and we're honored by that and we thank you. But can I tell you today that what would really make this pastor's heart leap within would be to walk out of this building today and know that nobody in this building walked away without making a decision to say yes to the Lord. I'm fully persuaded. As I come to a close with this message this morning, I want each of us to examine our hearts where you sit today. Would you close your eyes with me? No one's looking around the room. There's no, nobody, no big fanfare this morning. This is just a moment of decision that I'm calling you to. Does the love of God draw you this morning? I could tell sad stories and hang you over the edge of hell this morning. I could pe preach this morning with tears streaming down my face. I've already shared with you my heart today. Is it enough to persuade you? I've already shared with you the gospel. Is it enough to persuade you? I've already shared with you the heart of God. Is it enough to persuade you? What would it take to persuade you if you're not already fully persuaded? What is the excuse of almost? Is it the love of the world and the things of the world? Are they screaming too loudly in your heart so that you cannot hear the voice of God as He beckons you to come unto Him and to give it all to Him? Are we desiring the things of the world more than we desire the things of God? What is it? What is the almost today? Do we sit through services and yet leave almost persuaded? Are we almost persuaded yet still not fully believing? Your decision is hanging in the balance this morning. If you're almost persuaded, don't make the same mistake that King Agrippa made. Don't be another almost statistic. I'm calling you to a point of decision. Would you stand with me today? You can continue to stand with heads bowed and eyes closed this morning, but I'm, I'm calling the congregation this morning to a point of decision. We have time today. We have time to pray with you this morning. There's time for you to make a decision, but if there is one, if there's just one today that I have preached to, I hope I've reached the whole congregation this morning. But if I have just reached one, if that one responds today, I'm going to feel as your pastor like what I have done has been worth the time of study and preparation and preaching. Would there be one this morning that would be ready to make a decision to step out from where you are and say, I must be saved. Above everything in this world, I must be saved. No one's looking around this morning. The altars are filling up with people who are responding today. Would you join them? Would you join them? Here's your opportunity. Make this personal. Reach to Him this morning. Above everything in this world, I must be saved. There's still room today. The altars continue to fill. There's still room. Would you join us here in the front this morning? Would you join us this morning? Oh, God.
maybe some altar workers would like to step forward and help us this morning. Ministers, elders that are in the house this morning that would like to just come and pray with these that have come forward today. I must be saved. I must be saved. I must be saved. I must be saved. saved. Oh, yes. I must be saved. I must be saved. Oh, I must be saved. For whatever you have to do do to me, oh, don't let me be lost for eternity. Come on, make your prayer personal this morning. Maybe you're still standing in the pew today. But where you are, lift your hands toward heaven and just talk to the Lord this morning. Oh, far above, I must be saved. Come on, are you fully persuaded today? Oh, far All else I must be saved. 